Today is Trinity Sunday, the only Sunday in the church year dedicated to a doctrine rather than a person or event. It is customary in the Episcopal Church for a rector to assign an assisting priest to preach on Trinity Sunday so the rector doesn't embarrass her or himself theologically. (laughs) But I'm pretty bad at scheduling, so (laughs) here I am. Actually, Trinity Sunday is really about celebrating the Holy Trinity, not trying to explain the mystery of the Trinity, the mystery of one God in three persons. As one commentator said, preachers need to, quote, avoid lame sermonic attempts to examine the chemistry of the Holy Trinity on this day. So there goes my uh, water, steam, and ice analogy. A friend posted on Facebook this week about how uh, preachers should best avoid heresy in their Trinity Sunday sermons. I ended up breaking my own don't comment on Facebook rule (laughs) and said that maybe preachers should focus more on proclaiming the good news of the Trinity and less on being concerned about avoiding heresy. He replied... I think some people are taking this post more seriously than intended. (laughs) I replied, perhaps some people are taking this doctrine more seriously than intended. (laughs) Not that theology and doctrine don't matter. They do. But our worship of God, our experience of God, Our following God, that is primary. Our theology, our doctrine is a reflection on that primary experience. Indeed, we proclaim God as the Holy Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, eternal majesty, incarnate word, and abiding spirit, Source, wellspring, living water, because that is how we experience God. God is revealed to us as one God in three persons or three expressions, or as a translator of one ancient author reads, three I know not what's. The Holy Trinity is the dance of unity between co-equal partners and the life of faith is the joining in that dance. How many people have left our churches because belief was presented to them as a series of doctrines that had to be ascribed to in order to be worthy rather than the turning of our heart mind, body, and soul to the God of love 
who created us in God's own image and, as we heard in Genesis, saw that it was very good. Yesterday, Happy Patik was ordained a priest at a glorious ceremony at Grace Cathedral. God is good. (laughs) All the time. The ordination service began as they so often do. My diaconal and priesthood ordination service began with a hymn text that is attributed to St. Patrick. And in fact, that will be our closing hymn at the service today. The tune is called St. Patrick's Breastplate. And the first verse of the hymn says, I bind unto myself today the strong name of the Trinity. By invocation of the same, the three in one and one in three. Binding ourselves to our triune God, that is the Christian life. In the gospel today, Jesus gives the great commission for the disciples to go out and baptize in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Baptism is a binding. Ordination is a binding. I had a professor in seminary who argued that a more appropriate translation of the earliest baptismal services into our services would be to say that we baptize into the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit rather than in the name of, into the name. Because this more fully expresses the binding of ourselves to the Trinity, to the reality of God. We enter into the dance of the divine that began at creation and continues to the end of the age when nothing will remain but the dance of love. Notice that our readings today span the length of the ongoing creation. We begin with the beginning In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth. And we end with the ending. Jesus saying to the disciples, And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. God, the Holy Trinity, always has been and always will be. God created us out of love for love, so that all creation would resound with God's love. In the beginning, a wind from God swept over the face of the waters. This wind is God's spirit. Ruach, it is the breath of God. The word swept here is more akin to a word for hover. And it has been likened to a mother bird hovering over her nest and eggs 
It is an image of God that is one of protection and love. This passage from Genesis is a priestly hymn of praise to the God of creation. And any attempts to read it as some sort of eyewitness reporting of the sequence of creation in a literal way is misguided. As the scholar Marcus Marcus Borg said, the Bible is true and some of it happened. This hymn of praise in Genesis, indeed all scripture and the prayers we use in our worship say something important about who God is, about what we believe about God. They say, if you want to know what Episcopalians believe, read the prayers in the prayer book. And note that in the Genesis story, God says, let us make humankind in our image, according to our likeness. This use of the plural evokes the Trinity and identifies our purpose as humans. As God hovered over the waters as a mother bird, so are we to be like a mother bird over that which has been put into our trust and care. There is a mutual love in the created order, and God created it for mutual love, respect, and interdependent responsibility. This week I was in New York City for a board meeting and saw a poster on the subway with this poem. When Eve walked among the animals and named them, Nightingale, red-shouldered hawk, fiddler crab, fallow deer. I wonder if she ever wanted to speak back, wanted them to speak back, looked into their eyes and whispered, Name me, name me. The Genesis passage speaks of subduing the earth and having dominion over all animals. The word subdue here means cultivation, which, if not done in a sustainable way, defiles the gift that has been given us. Dominion, in a biblical sense, means service, responsibility, and stewardship. The authority that God has given us to have dominion over the animals and to subdue the earth is a responsibility. We have a mandate from God to care for the earth, its resources, and creatures. And failure in our God-given role as stewards of the earth is like being a mother bird hurling her eggs from the nest rather than protecting them. When we are not stewards of creation, we reject the goodness of creation, which is ultimately a rejection of God. It is sin. As Christians, 
If we fail to respond to climate change, we are unbinding ourselves from God. But when we respond with action for the sake of the world, we honor God in whose image we are made. Undeniably, climate change is a factor in poverty around the globe and also in many conflicts in the world. To exercise dominion as it is intended by God in Genesis is a way of loving our neighbor as ourselves. At the end of the gospel passage, Jesus says, Remember, I am with you always. So much of the life of faith comes down to this. Remembering that Christ is with us. Remembering who we are. Human beings created in the image of God so that we might love the world and each other as God loves, expressing the divine dance of the Holy Trinity. That is what we are invited into, the divine dance of the Holy Trinity. So in the words of the great theologian David Bowie, let's dance. <laughs>